If you've been looking for a comprehensive Bible school curriculum that explores redemptive realities in Jesus Christ grounded in the Word of God, look no further. The goal of this podcast is to spread the life-transforming Word of God throughout the world for the equipping of the saints to do the work of the ministry and to build up the body of Christ in what Jesus has accomplished for us through His death, burial, resurrection, and seating at the right hand of God the Father. There's such an untapped potential for Christians to enter into their glorious inheritance in Jesus Christ. Together we will discover what Jesus has done for us by providing such a great salvation and how to appropriate the promises of God in our lives. Jesus said in John chapter 8 verse 31, If you hold to my teaching, you are really my disciples, and then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Each podcast season will cover one of the books that I have compiled over the years. You can find a complete listing of my Christian education material on my website at www.wordinspire.com. You're welcome to download these ebooks for free in PDF format for your own personal or ministry use. So let's explore these biblical truths and principles together that will absolutely transform our lives. God bless. Welcome to the Gospel series, The Parables of Jesus, The Wise Manager, Luke chapter 12, verse 42 to 48. The theme is about stewardship and accountability that comes with the responsibility of having knowledge. The context are thousands of people assemble and Jesus teaches them, warns them, and gives them encouragement. Luke chapter 12, verse 42. The Lord answered, Who then is the faithful and wise manager, whom the master puts in charge of his servants? to give them their food allowance at the proper time. It will be good for that servant whom the master finds doing so when he returns. I tell you the truth, he will put him in charge of all his possessions. But suppose the servant says to himself, my master is taking a long time in coming, and he then begins to beat the men's servants and maid servants and to eat and drink and get drunk. The master of that servant will come on a day when he does not expect him and at an hour he is not aware of. He will cut him to pieces and assign him a place with the unbelievers. That servant who knows his master's will and does not get ready or does not do what his master wants will be beaten with many blows. But the one who does not know and does things deserving punishment will be beaten with few blows. From everyone who has been given much, much will be demanded. And from the one who has been entrusted with much, much more will be asked. All of us has been called to stewardship in one form or another no one exempt from being responsible for what the Lord has put in our hand to serve others. What's that in your hand? God will use what is in your life to further his purpose and kingdom in the world we live in. Moses did not have much when he returned to Egypt to lead God's people out of bondage, but the clothes on his back and a staff in his hand. Exodus chapter 4 verse 1. Moses answered, What if they do not believe me or listen to me and say, The Lord did not appear to you? Then the Lord said to him, 
What is that in your hand? A staff, he replied. The Lord said, Throw it to the ground. Moses threw it on the ground, and it became a snake, and he ran from it. Then the Lord said to him, Reach out your hand and take it by the tail. So Moses reached out and took hold of the snake, and it returned back into a staff in his hand. Human nature oftentimes recoils in fear or indifference from responsibility and offering excuses, like the prophet Jeremiah had done in Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 6. Ah, sovereign Lord, I said, I do not know how to speak. I am only a child. But the Lord said to me, Do not say, I am only a child. You must go to everyone I send you to and say whatever I command you. Do not be afraid of them, for I am with you and will rescue you, declares the Lord. None of us is empty-handed. We all have something to offer by God's grace. No one is exempt. Regardless of age, gender, or social status, if you are a follower of Jesus Christ, then you are part of the body of Christ. Romans chapter 12, verse 4 through 8. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 12 to 31. For the body of Christ to grow and function, it requires each part to do its work. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11 to 16. Jesus said in Matthew 10, 8, Freely you have received, freely give. This is not a suggestion. 1 Peter 4.10 Each one should use whatever gift he or she has received to serve others, faithfully administering God's grace in its various forms. Good Steward Luke chapter 12 verse 42 The Lord answered, Who then is the faithful and wise manager whom the master puts in charge of his servants to give them their food allowance at the proper time? It will be good for that servant whom the master finds doing so when he returns. I tell you the truth, he will put him in charge of all his possessions. We have all been given a charge from the Lord to be faithful and wise managers and stewards, like taking care of our family, to provide and protect them, 1 Timothy 5.8, for pastors and those in ministry to feed and care for the flock, John chapter 21 verse 15 to 18, 1 Peter chapter 5 verse 1 through 4, any form of teaching of God's word to others, James 3.1, living the Christian life as a salt and light in the world. Matthew 5, verse 13 to 16, 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 11 to 12. All of us at one point or another have been responsible for other people, God's precious children. Indeed, we are our brother's keeper to watch each other's back, to encourage, restore, and to serve. Genesis 4, 9, Luke twenty two thirty two, 32, Galatians 6, verse 1, Colossians 4, 12, Philippians 2, 21, James 5, 19, in 1 John 5.16, the clear directive from the Lord is to love one another as he loved us. John chapter 13 verse 34, John 15.13, 1 Peter 1.22, 1 John 3.16. Truly, our love for God is demonstrated in obeying his commands, which means to walk in love. John 14 verse 15 and verse 23 to 24, Romans 13 verse 8, 1 John chapter 5 verse 2 and 3. In the parable of the sheep and the goats, Jesus makes an amazing statement. The Bible is very clear on this one point. People matter to God, so we need to treat them right. Matthew twenty-five forty. The king will reply, I tell you the truth, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. Our God takes it personal in how we treat other people. Jesus set an example for us to follow, to do as he did, when he washed the feet of his disciples in John 13 verse 12 to 17, Philippians chapter 2 verse 1 through 13. 
The other principles that Jesus pointed out is being faithful, consistent, and endure to the end. Please read Ezekiel chapter 18 and chapter 33 verse 1 through 20. It's not how we start our Christian race, but how we finish it. That is how we will be judged. 1 Corinthians 15.2 and verse 58. Philippians chapter 2 verse 12. 2 Timothy 2.12. Hebrews chapter 10 verse 32 to 39. Revelation chapter 2 verse 10 verse 26 and chapter 3 verse 10. Ezekiel 33.18. If a righteous person turns from their righteousness and does evil, they will die for it. And if a wicked person turns away from their wickedness and does what is just and right, they will live by doing so. Bad steward. Luke 12 verse 45. But suppose the servant says to himself, My master is taking a long time in coming, and he then begins to beat the men servants and maid servants and to eat and drink and get drunk. The master of that servant will come on a day when he does not expect him, and at an hour he is not aware of. He will cut him to pieces and assign him a place with the unbelievers. In the natural, without light, we would stumble around in the darkness not knowing where we are. One major consequence to walking in darkness, disobedience to the Lord, is that it blinds folks. 1 John 2 verse 9 through 11 makes this very point, stumbling around in darkness. To walk in the light of God's word is to be obedient and in fellowship with God. John chapter 3 verse 19 to 21, chapter 8 verse 12, chapter 9 verse 4 and 5, chapter 12 verse 35 to 36, Ephesians chapter 5 verse 8 and 9. 1 John chapter 1 verse 5 through 7. Walking in the light allows us to see things coming, so we're not taken by surprise. Another analogy can be drawn from people sleeping when it is dark and awake when it is day. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 13 to 14. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 4 through 8. So the Bible uses light and darkness as metaphors to represent the kingdom of God and the kingdom of Satan. Our allegiance to one or the other is demonstrated by our choices and corresponding behavior. Romans chapter 13 verse 12 through 13. Colossians chapter 1 verse 12 through 13. Revelation chapter 3 verse 15 to 16. Light is also used as a figure of speech to represent truth and knowledge or ignorance for darkness. Psalms 119 verse 130. 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 3 through 6. Ephesians 1 verse 17 to 18. Hebrews chapter 6 verse 4 and chapter 10 verse 32. Many Christians are asleep in the light, oblivious to eternal implications going on around them. The bad steward is clearly backslidden and in open disobedience to his master's will. Living in such darkness has blinded him from the timing of his master's return, out of touch. As a result, the bad steward is caught off guard and is severely punished, in this case sent to hell because he was assigned a place with the unbelievers. To be assigned with unbelievers is certainly not talking about going to heaven. What is interesting with the previous parable of the wedding banquet in Luke chapter 12 verse 35 to 40, there is no mention of hell. Those servants were not given over into sin like this bad steward in this parable. Luke chapter 13 verse 6 through 9, Romans chapter 11 verse 22, 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 11 to 13, Hebrews chapter 6 verse 4 through 9, chapter 10, verse 26 to 39, in 2 Peter, chapter 2, verse 20 to 22. Accountable for what we know and do with it. Luke chapter 12, verse 47. That servant who knows his master's will and does not get ready, or does not do what his master wants, will be beaten with many blows. 
but the one who does not know and does things deserving punishment will be beaten with few blows. From everyone who has been given much, much will be demanded, and from the one who has been entrusted with much, much more will be asked. As Christians in the Western world, we have so much accessibility to the Word of God. We have the freedom to go to church and serve in various ministries, but do we? Are we studying the Word and walking it out in our lives? 2 Timothy 2.15, 2 John verse 6, 3 John verse 4. Consistently putting the Word of God into practice in our lives. Matthew 7 verse 24 to 27, Luke chapter 6 verse 46 to 49, and chapter 8 verse 21, Philippians 4.9. We need to watch how we live around others. 1 Timothy 4.16 and Colossians chapter 4 verse 5. What are we doing with what God has invested in our lives to serve others? Jude verse 23. We will all have to give an account to God on what we do with what God has given us. Romans 14 verse 10 through 12. 1 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 10 through 15. 2 Corinthians 5.10 and Hebrews 4.13. God bless. I highly encourage you to continue listening to the Word of Life Study Series podcast and encourage your friends to tune in as well. The scriptures encourage us in Acts chapter 17 verse 11 to receive the message with great eagerness and to examine the scriptures every day in order to confirm the truth that you're hearing. God's Word is our final authority for all matters that pertain to life and godliness. I'd like to close this episode by praying over you according to Ephesians chapter 1 verse 17. I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. I pray also that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints, and his incomparable great power for us who believe. That power is like the working of his mighty strength which he exerted in Christ when God raised him from the dead and seated him at his own right hand in the heavenly realms, far above all rule, authority, power, and dominion, and every title that can be given, not only in this present age, but also in the one to come. And in chapter 2, verse 6, And God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Be blessed and see you soon.